all of a sudden I had this aha moment thinking, oh my word, all I did was change my perception. Welcome to The Chic Space, a podcast by Premier Designs, where you hear stories from our jewelers about Premier's purpose of enriching lives and training tips on how you can build your business. For this episode, your host is Drew Horner, Director of Impact and Innovation. What an episode that we have today. We get to bring on Shelby Pedretti, three diamond designer with 18 years of service inside of Premier Designs. She's coming from Prior Lake, Minnesota, with three kids married to Kevin Pedretti. And the, one of the best things about Shelby that I've always known from the beginning is her servant's heart and encouragement, encouragement that she's always given everybody she comes in contact with in Premier Designs. And that's why she is our reigning Marge Caldwell Encourager of the Year Award winner. Shelby, thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank you, Drew, for letting me share and be on a podcast. That's really fun. I love this. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, it's been fun for me to get to to be a part of it and getting to kind of get to have conversations with our field a little bit differently and, and get to know them even more. So um, I'm excited about today's today's topic with you as well. So it'll be good. Me too. Well, one of the things we like to do is we like to start off getting to know more about kind of you and your story. So Give us a brief rundown about um, you and your life and, and what was that was like before you came into Premier and how you've kind of ended up into Premier Designs. Oh, it's so good. So I had, um, I had been a teacher. I taught family and consumer science or home economics. And we decided to start a family and our son was born. And I, I just cannot see myself going back into the classroom so I wanted to take a year off. And in doing so, you can imagine, we just, you know, we lost a big chunk of our finances. And so um, we were going backwards every month. And I was about ready to uh, waitress. I thought, hey, how can I make some quick money in the evenings and uh, stay at home? Um so that was kind of milling about in my mind, and I ended up getting an invitation from one of my girlfriends to a jewelry show. Now, mind you, did not wear jewelry, didn't have a need for it, um, didn't have the money for it either. So I thought, well, I'm not going to go, but it would be a night out and a kind of a girl's night for me. And so I'm so thankful that my girlfriend at the time, uh, she just, she did not presuppose oh, Shelby wouldn't want to come to the jewelry show because of those reasons. So we we had a great time. Um, I fell in love with the jewelry, of course. And in, in uh, all this playtime, I thought, I cannot afford this set. It was the Belladonna set. Some of the girls remember that. And um, so I said to the jeweler, Christy, I said, girl, I cannot afford this jewelry, but I want this really bad. Would you consider me baking a cake for you <laughs> for this? I had been, because I was a home ec teacher, I was also doing wedding cakes just to make some extra money. And she smartly agreed and said, yes, my son's birthday's coming up on Halloween. Would you make him a ghost cake? And I said, girl, done. Shook hands. She gave it to me for 50% off. I thought she hung the moon. And of course, I went home and said, I think I want to be the jewelry lady. My husband said, no way. So I obviously won that. Um, and he's very thankful. But, you know, you just never know what 
opportunity can come. And that was one that all of a sudden changed, really did change our lives is swapping cake for jewelry. Yeah, I think that's interesting. You said you, you took a year off from, from school and you were you guys were going backwards and you were baking cakes on the side and you just used your creative creativity to come up with some sort of trade through a cake for jewelry? Yeah, it was so worth it to me to you know, find a way. I didn't realize that I was a entrepreneur, right, um, at the time. But having the income and a fast income on my own time, uh, that was really exciting to me. I didn't know about Premier. And so thankfully, right, the things that I needed were right there in front of me, except for I didn't know about it until that one awesome fun night, you know. Didn't know about it, was invited to a girl's night out for you, couldn't afford it, <laughs> but you used your natural innate entrepreneurship <laughs> to come up with an idea of, of getting involved with something like this. Yeah. What was what was it like um, in the transition period, uh, going from teacher to baking cakes? Oh, it was great because I did it from home. Don't tell anyone, Drew, but I was a speakeasy. I was a cake speakeasy. <laughs> <laughs> cake speakeasy. No, you know, I did, I, I did it out of my house. And so that was just an easy, natural thing for me to do. Go from, instead of teaching how to cook and bake, I just did it for other people at my house. Yeah. So you were, you were trying to find jobs right now as it was. You didn't want to be a waitress. You were baking cakes and then Premier kind of came into your lap. Oh, perfect timing. It was absolute perfect timing. And at the time, of course, when um, 18 years ago, it looked different. We had one boutique that was selected for us, and it was $1,200. And um, it was an investment then, but I didn't realize, and I did the Premier card back then too, um, what a drastic difference it would have made very quickly, actually, very quickly um, in, in our whole family. So the, the difference had been $800. I knew that that was our deficit every month. So by going from, you know, five, five events, five people and saying, hey, girls, would you help me get started? That, that just sparked. I didn't, I didn't grow up here in, in Minnesota. I uh, didn't know a lot of people when we lived in um, kind of southern Prior Lake area, Minnesota. And so grabbing those five people was allowing me to just, boom, it kind of exploded from there. And I, when I say exploded, I was only doing about four or five shows a mm -hmm. month. Yeah. But because I was consistent in it and because Blaze was enough for me to get up in the morning and know that mommy can work for just a couple of hours following up or writing up jewelry shows or whatever it was, he was enough to make me get out of bed in the morning and go do the thing alongside. That boy got dragged to everybody's hostess coaching meeting for coffees, both the kids eventually, and they just watched mom work and it was part of their lives. They're amazing now. They, Blaze is 19, Chloe's 16, um, and they had the opportunity to watch me on the phone, interact with customers and hostesses in the house and serve people. And it's kind of a, a benefit that I would not have even realized that they've just naturally learned how to serve and work a business 
and speak on the phone. Yeah. Isn't that cool? That's, that's awesome. I think the opportunity you've had to build a business, be your own boss, yet still be a mom and live that example for them. So, so much fun. And I think too, um, that the change for me was learning how to serve. And that stems right straight from your grandma and grandpa. Being in a company that honored God truly and meant it. It wasn't just lip service and served people truly. I was able to witness that from rallies and trainings. And that was a very different way of working than what I was accustomed to in the school district. It's more me focused and I'm, you know, and, and not a lot of sharing happens in some situations. Whereas in Premier, oh my word, everybody wanted to encourage and help. Here's my idea and, and serve one another. And that truly has changed just even the way that our family functions in service. It's pretty incredible. What do you think some of the things inside of Premier um, are that helped you to help you learn how to serve? Uh, well, first of all, observing. Because I came in going, hmm, why does everybody seem so kind and nice? Why does everybody seem like they all are having a great time? Why, you know, it's just different. It was different than the grumbling of maybe a certain workplace. Um, everyone would stay late and help um, put training stuff together or, or tear things down or call and help. It was just almost like a family type of environment than a work environment. And I had mentors here in Minnesota that had open arms and truly, whether you were from somebody's premier family or not, you'd never know. And it's the same way that it is today that we all encourage and help one another. I think that's a, a huge sign when the field does that. Like, like you, for example, when you are either encouraging or helping someone, you know, whether you stay late to help them tear down a show or um, if you go early to build up a training event or whatever it may be, I think that's a huge sign of just kind of the love within inside of a community and the culture. And, I, and I've experienced that and getting to hear you a little bit more, even talking about how it's impacted you and your families, um, encouraging on, on our end. You've been in Premier for, for 18 years. You've, you've raised two kids through it all. You're still in Premier. You're, you're our encourager of the year for us. What's it like now having your family kind of on the on the upside of it all? They're, they're both older and you guys are in a different season now. What's, what's, what's premier life for you like now? Mm, we are in a different season and I thought premier would be great for a few years when blaze was in school. Ah, then I'll go back to teaching. And then Chloe came along up oh, maybe when she uh, ends up in school, I would go back, but you know, the flexibility and the freedom that it's allowed our family has but there's no, there's there. I just never saw a reason to go back. I made more money, and honestly, that was why I got into Premier. Um, it wasn't for the relationships. It wasn't for the the other perks that have happened. So, I have found that um, yes, it has helped us with our income. Our kiddos were able to go to nine years of private school for each of them you know, cumulatively, <laughs> nine times two. And and that was an expense that Premier paid for an investment. Um, being able to take vacations, oh my word, can I just tell you, this 
what was such a, a blessing and a perk for us now. We're more looking forward to them than when the kids were really little, but um, we needed them when they were little. Now we're looking forward to more of those premier vacations every year. We would never take a vacation if we um, if it was left up to the Padretti's, right? And so because there's always one to work for and it's free, um, that's really fun too. It's been a lot of fun and, and premiere to, to be on those vacations with you guys and to see the families um, a part of it as well. That, that, that's fun. That's an interesting um, interesting take on uh, the transition and what you your experience. It's been it's been fun to hear. You've been you've had success in premiere. You've done a lot of uh, incredible things, and I, I love it when I hear you when you speak or even when you trained at National Rally this past year. When you train or what, when, you're, when you're teaching somebody, what is, what is kind of the major point that you have them um, focus on in order for them to be successful in their business? I would say the one thing that drives the training typically is seeing the bigger picture. Because I came into Premier not knowing much, right? It was a brand new business to me. And I immediately would, would go to that self-preservation or protection and think, oh, um, that's different or... We always say to our kids, they say, well, I don't like that. And then we say, it's not that you don't like it, you just don't know it. I would say for me, changing my perspective on things that I had already, you know, made a decision on. And I'm going to give you, I'll give you some examples. Your grandfather, you know, Andy was just so incredible at this, being able to change our perception or perspective. And it, it all started, um, I remember I was sitting in uh, a small meeting with him and, and I was struggling with replacement exchanges. And I thought, oh, you know, why do I get these? And he said, right, you know, I felt like it was directly to me. I want you to embrace those replacement exchanges. Those are opportunities to serve. Uh, you'll, you'll get in front of those people. And so all of a sudden, I had this aha moment thinking, oh, my word, all I did was change my perception. Yeah, same issue, same same everything, except for my heart, my mind, my thoughts, my thinking was totally different. And I did. So then I said, well, I like replacement exchanges. I'm going to serve these people. Changed it to I'm the fairy bling mother. And so if somebody would have a replacement issue, I would just say, oh, girl, you know what? I am your fair fairy bling mother to the rescue. And, and it made it fun. So something that could just seem like not fun, then I made it fun. And I have found that being able to change my perception through or my position on something, that's been the secret, I think, for my longevity, for sure. If I have a jeweler call me with um, something that they are needing help with or clarification with, definitely being able to change that perception is my little technique, secret to my <laughs> secret to my success. Um, and, you know, I kind of think about it too, like if you're at the bottom of a skyscraper and you're looking way up there and you see, you know, it, everything looks so big, right? But if you take that elevator and you head to the top of that skyscraper and you look down, Everything seems so small. And all that happened really was you change your position and you changed your perspective, but it's still the same, if that makes sense. And so no matter the situations that I have had the opportunity to go through in Premier, um, I find that, you, you know, just taking that bigger picture approach, stepping back, giving myself a clearer position of it, 
um, has definitely changed my perspective, which then you just keep going and it's a wonderful thing. And so I do it a lot. Yeah, I do it a lot. That that bigger picture approach. How how many years in Premiere was it? How early were you in Premiere when you first kind of heard that perspective shift from Andy on returns and exchange? Oh, probably within a year and a half because I wanted to, I think in that meeting I was at Haven of Hope and that was something that was driving me. I wanted to, I wanted to go there. This beautiful retreat center that they're offering us and you had, there was a goal to get there, sponsor, share the business um, and have four, four jewelers plus one, they called it builder plus one. And so in, in that time, it was a very close connection with leadership there. Um, with home office leadership there. And that was a great turning point for me. Something else I earned very early on, very early on, I was six weeks into Premiere. And my Premiere mom had said, you should consider Rally. What is Rally? Oh, we go. And it's, this was back, it was during National Rally in January. And I had just started and had invested. And wow, I am so thankful that we have rally two times a year because that was a game changer for me. I remember that rally really well. And again, you know, just having the opportunity to, to see Premiere up close. Um, what I found was the encouragement and the excitement, but it wasn't just excitement that got you pumped up. I felt smarter when I walked away. I felt like, I knew Premier's heart, the company, the just the founding principles made such sense to me. And I'll tell you what, when you know a company means um, what they say and the ministry and missions and all those things that are part of when you get to go to rally, boy, it sure is fun to work for a company that makes a difference and really matters. I think for me, that bigger picture was paramount. And then, you know, there are some times that I missed a rally. That was due to having a, having Chloe, having a second baby. And I find that um, that, you know, going makes the biggest difference and not going. I don't know. I think I was thinking about this today when with some of the questions just thinking in my mind. Um, I love this one story about a woodcutter who says to his son, hey, son, I need you to break up all these bundles of sticks. And then dad comes back home and sticks aren't broken. Nothing's done. Asks his son, hey, why, you know, why didn't you do your job? Why didn't you do your chore? And the boy says, it was just too hard. I could not break them. I could not break those bundles. And the dad says, let me explain something to you. In order to break them, you got to unravel them first. Unravel the twine, and then you can separate them and isolate them out and break them. They're so much easier to break that way. And I found, I will tell you this, I found that that was true for me because the application of that is Satan loves to unravel us, right? It could be a cancellation, a back order, a replacement exchange issue. Uh, for me, it was loss of some leadership, um, leaders in Premier during that time. And the enemy was isolating me. I wasn't able to go to rally. I felt like I was kind of alone. So once I was feeling that isolated, it sure, in that unraveling, it sure was easy to try to break me. And I was about four and a half years in and I was about done um, because I was feeling that discouragement in my own self. Nothing that Premier ever did. But um, what do you think happened shortly thereafter? I got an invitation to Haven of Hope. And that 
probably was one of my biggest turning points in Premiere. Uh, lots of turning points. But for me, four and a half years in, I, I, I got re-energized and reconnected um, with my Premiere family. They don't live here in Minnesota. Um, they were living in different locations, Texas and Nebraska. And so I find that so many of us as people, right, we can very easily be separated from something that is so good. So that's why I'm a big proponent. Get to rally, get to training, you know, make sure that you stay connected. Your premier mom, <laughs> your premier grandma, we are never too busy for you. The home office, never too busy. And I think so many times that perception is, oh, I don't want to bother so-and-so or I'm not doing this. So nobody, it's about encouraging one another. And, um, and so that's one thing for me that that perception, that turning point in Premiere goes back to that story because there's so many things that we can be unraveled by and none of us are in this business alone. You know, we have our own business. That's different. We have our own business, but we're never in it alone. We always have a Premiere family that's here to encourage us. That's probably how much I've gotten the, the encouragement of the year award comes because I was so encouraged by everybody else in Premiere. I could, you know, name names and, and situations. Um, but yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I think that there's so many things pulling us in every which direction. And, um, you know, whether you have, whether you're married and have kids or you're single and have kids or no kids, you're trying to build a business and going to school part-time or full-time or pay off debt. There's so many things that we can be worried by. And I think, um, one of the best things about in premiere is that you're not doing this business alone, uh, that there's people around you that are there to help you that are going to be there for you. And, and you're right. Um, a lot of people, um, can get wrapped up in the mindset of, uh, you know, essentially the, the disbelief or the lie that, um, oh, I don't want to bother them or I don't want to be an intrusion on their life or something. It's like, no, odds are these people in Premiere want to help you and see you uh, succeed. And so um, that, that's really um, pretty pivotal. And as you, as you talk about that transition um, time in your, in your Premiere business, with somebody new to Premiere, if somebody was a first-time jeweler, brand new, what type of advice would you give uh, give someone like that, brand new to Premiere? Probably that top one would be making sure that they stay connected to their Premiere family, whether that's, you know, if they're in the same town and they can get together or go to training. Local training is huge. Always learning something new. Marco Polo is one of my favorite things because you can see each other. It's a wonderful app that makes that personal connection that's just you know vital I would say is is keeping in contact is it too much to say every day for 90 days <laughs> <laughs> okay okay like every other day would be fine this was so key and this came from Dana and Neil when they were sharing with us at Rise Up one thing that was just so powerful really powerful and I would say this could be, you know, for a brand new jeweler and for every jeweler, we tend to go to that texting or emailing because we just want it to be easy. But when I heard the phrase texts and emails inform, but your voice inspires, that has changed so much of my perspective because I was sliding toward a lot more of that texting, messaging, right? 
And because it was quick and easy and I could get a lot, but honestly, um, the value and then the results of doing it by my voice and calling or doing voice texting or voice messenger has been fantastic. So I loved, uh, I loved learning that and, um, and applying it. Um, I would also say just share the excitement, whatever it is that is exciting, whether it's jewelry or um, just the business opportunity or the 50% profit that somebody just got. I had a show the other night and it was $700 and I made $350. I mean, that's really exciting. And so keeping that excitement ahead of everything um, and not worrying about the things that you don't know, because it's as simple as our favorite thing in kindergarten, show and tell. That's what we're doing. We keep it really simple and show the jewelry and tell people about it and about Premier. Um, for a new jeweler, I think that is far more important than knowing little tidbits. But alongside the tidbits, I would say definitely having just having the, the knowledge of what's at their fingertips with Premier. Always training. I've, I've trained myself in the sense of watching and listening. And um, I love that y'all are doing these podcasts because, you know, we've got all the all the stuff on the website, which is wonderful. But we also have the videos on there for trainings and oh, Sunnies with Sisters and Facebook uh, and Facebook groups, things like that. When you're always training yourself, your excitement level stays high and you feel like you're part of this big community, this company, believing in yourself also and believing in the greater purpose of what you have in Premiere and then also being able to be confident about who Premiere is. And Brandy Jeweler doesn't know that. They don't know that this is a company that they can trust. They don't know that this company is all about serving us in the field that we have really think about it. And I'm so appreciative that your dad shared this at Rally last year. You know, now we're up to what, $23 million in, in, in just blessing other ministries and organizations and and uh, causes. Phenomenal. But that is, you know, that comes with, with time, of course. But just trusting that everything that the home office is doing is really to benefit us in the field. It's pretty incredible. But I've been able to see that all these years, right? But when you're brand new, you wouldn't know that. Um, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I agree. I think one of the things you've, you've hit on um, big time is just those constant touch points um, with the people around you in Premiere. Uh, I think it's critical, um, whether you're building relationships in Premiere or out of Premiere, whatever it is, is that consistency, you know, whatever that looks like for you. You said, you know, every day for 90 days <laughs> or you yeah. know, another day, whatever that is. <laughs> Um, you know, for some people, it might they don't be, really want to do that, but I do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You and I are a lot alike. I think we're um, both uh, consistent with being extroverts and sanguines and wanting to talk to everyone. So I, I relate to that. But I think um, you know, there's there's people uh, even that once a week uh, touch point or that once every month touch point is good. Uh, there's a level of consistency to to always being there or somebody always being there for you. 
Uh, and, and the biggest way you kind of learn that is by being face to face with people and getting to know them a little bit. And you have the mega opportunities at your local trainings, um, with your, with your team or with, uh, at national rally, like coming up in, in August, that second weekend of August in 2019, and, um, which is just going to be epic. You know, those, those events are huge for building, um, relationships. Huge. And, yeah. Huge. It, it's an, it's, it is just one of those things that you don't miss and it is a game it is a game changer it really is i love that so when you were saying consistent i was thinking of this formula that i really um love absolutely love and let's see if i can get it right so it's intention plus attention equals results so being consistent with calling your premier mom let's say um or having getting maybe uh, some more events on your calendar or finding a fundraiser that you want to do or whatever it is when you're intentional about it always, right? It's at the forefront of your mind. And then you are obviously paying attention to it because it's right there. Then you see the results from it. But so easy if you just aren't calling your premier mom or going to training or, you know, doing different training things, it just slides right out the door. And it's so easy just to ignore it. And that's not the results that you want. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. I think intentionality is something, um, for me, I'm looking at that, like everything I do, I want to be intentional with and, uh, attention, intention plus attention equals results. I think that's a great formula. Isn't that a great formula? Yeah. Yeah. I I learned that at a training. (laughs) (laughs) Learn, learn that at a training, learn to keep the greater perspective at a training. I mean, that's everything at training. (laughs) (laughs) People need to show up to trainings. That's, that's pretty much the bottom line. Right. Yes. To see the bigger picture for sure. I love it. I love it. Well, um, it's been a great, uh, podcast conversation with you, uh, with Shelby, but before we close out, um, we do like to end every podcast with asking, um, five pretty simple, pretty quick, straight to the point questions just to get to know you a little bit better. Okay. It's the speed round or something? I call it. <laughs> the speed round. Well, we're going to keep that on the podcast. It's, it's called, <laughs> we've been calling it the the lightning round or whatever it may be. And and I try to do it in under a minute. So there, there's there's five questions that we have. Uh, and, and here they are. Are you ready to answer them? I'm ready. Okay, cool, cool. Well, this first question is, what is your favorite piece of jewelry? Favorite piece of jewelry is the one and only Valentine bar necklace oh uh, yeah that's my favorite too <laughs> i get to be a part of that one a little bit so your commercial fun. was pretty sweet <laughs> well well thank you thank you i i haven't got any acting gigs past that commercial <laughs> since so but how do you drink your coffee uh with friends no just kidding um <laughs> starbucks grande one pump vanilla wet cappuccino that was awesome i actually liked the first answer with friends that was perfect that was perfect <laughs> that's how i would drink coffee yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah what time do you wake up each day Six forty-five. Perfect. What's one thing you do that gives you energy? I spend quiet time with Jesus. Without that, I am. I need to get a t-shirt made up, Drew, that says, hashtag hot mess without Jesus. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> That's great. I love it. I yeah. love it. What is one place to travel on your bucket list? Italy. Ooh. That's a Italy, great one. For sure. Could, yeah. Let's do a designer trip to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass that along. Yeah. To Italy. 2020. You want to go to 2020? Go to Italy in 2020? Yeah. Yes, please. Um, Shelby, 
Thank you for the conversation today. It's been phenomenal getting to talk to you and hear your advice. And I know the field and anybody out there listening is going to benefit um, from the knowledge that you've, uh, that you've been able to give us this past 30 minutes. Thank you, Drew. This was really fun. I appreciate it. I'm just super excited for 2019 and the verse even that we picked, commit everything and trust the Lord because He's going to help us. Thanks for joining us today. For more stories about enriching lives and training tips for growing your business, subscribe to the Chic Space podcast.